This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Just a few hours ago, we learned that WNBA star, Olympic gold medalist Brittany Griner was thankfully, finally released from a Russian prison. She is on, at this moment, is on a plane home to the United States. And I want to unpack and explain what we can learn from this moment, um, what we get out of this moment. It's obviously been a horrible, terrible time for her, but I can draw a few conclusions from this. And don't worry, uh, these are all, I think they're all good news conclusions. Uh, There's no need. Uh, I see a lot of people, you know, still having criticisms of not not of her being released, but of the trade. Now, I'll uh, I'll acknowledge that. But let me unpack and explain some things. All right. This is Sean King and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hours ago, we learned from President Joe Biden, from I learned from a tweet from Joe Biden, that Brittany Griner, the, uh, the beloved WNBA star, one of the best athletes in American history, not just women, not just WNBA stars, just a phenomenal world-class athlete, gold medalist, certainly one of the best women's basketball players of all time, had been jailed in... Russia for having what we're told is of a weed vape cartridge, which those things are ubiquitous in the United States. They're everywhere. Uh, I've had them and used them before as well. And she just packed a couple up. And I assume probably to help her deal with pain, stress and other things and ended up being caught at the airport with one or two of these vape cartridges and they were talking about imprisoning the sister for 10 or 15 years in a Russian work camp. And it just the whole thing was ridiculous. And I am so glad to see her freed. And I know that her family and her loved ones are relieved and elated. And obviously there has to be a transition period of sorts to go from what she's experienced to what I know is just going to be a rush of interviews and and just attention and so many things. So I hope she gets that transition period that she deserves. But there's a lot to learn from this moment, a whole lot to learn. And 
I see I see all kinds of critiques and you know like my primary my primary mood right now is just elation and gratitude that she's been freed. It literally took the United States trading a man that they call um, a criminal arms dealer. They call him one of the biggest arms dealers in the world. Who knows if that's who he actually is? Like, you know, that's what the U.S. is calling him. I mean, he was convicted and was going to be in prison for 25 plus years. But that's what it took to get Brittany Griner back. There are some people who are frustrated because uh, there is another American, Paul Whelan, that people were hoping would come back with Brittany Griner, and he did not. And I understand the, the real frustration there from his family and his supporters that this prisoner swap was made to get Brittany Griner out but did not include Paul Whelan. Uh, it's because, in part, that Paul Whelan was convicted of like an espionage spying claim. The United States and Paul Whelan's family all say, no, that he had nothing to do with anything espionage or spying related. Of course, that's the only thing they could say. And I believe them. But if he was spying, nobody would say that. <laughs> you, not if you want to get this man free. I say that to say that Russia is a lot less willing to let Paul Whelan go because of the nature of his conviction. So that is one slice of disappointment that I understand and, and that I'm compassionate toward. The, the thing that a lot of people are talking about right now are the sheer volume of Americans that are currently imprisoned because of different convictions related to weed or cannabis or marijuana, whatever words you want to use. And there are still tens of thousands, some people say it's in the low hundreds of thousands, of people that are currently in local jails and in prisons, state and federal prisons all over this country related to weed convictions. And so I, I do think, and here's how I want to flip it as a positive, and this, this is the first major point that I want to make. It is a contradiction. It is that people would fight so hard to get someone convicted of a weed offense in Russia, fight so hard to get them free, while simultaneously continuing to jail people here because of weed convictions, including there are people right now in federal prisons. I know because their families have reached out to me over and over again. I've talked to these men and women. There are people in local jails, state prisons, and federal prisons right now for weed convictions. And it is, it is contradictory to fight to free one person while continuing to jail another here. Here's, here's where I think there is a moment to see this as a positive. The contradiction is undeniable. And I think we will now be able to use the, um, the release 
and prisoner swap for Brittany Griner, we will be able to use that as a tool to argue that nobody should be in jail or prison because of possessing weed. And hear me, selling weed, trading weed. Stop it. No one should be in prison for this. It's a nonviolent crime. Please free every single weed prisoner, every single person incarcerated because of this. And we should fight for it. Families have families and communities have been decimated as a result. And maybe, just maybe, we will now be able to use the release of Brittany Griner in the United States, freeing her, fighting to free her um, as a tool in this argument. I have two more quick points that I want to make, but we have a quick word from some of our sponsors, and I'll be right back. We're back, and I want to be able to just give some sincere reflections on what we've just seen. First and foremost, I said I hope that this whole story will be able to be used as a tool for us to say, listen, nobody should be in jail for this. Nobody anywhere, anytime should be in jail or prison for anything related to weed, period, point blank. The the, the second thing is this. It It is amazing to me that the United States and Russia in the midst of this war that's going on. I mean, right now, no doubt there is a war between Ukraine and Russia. And the United States is the primary supporter of Ukraine in that war, giving Ukraine not just tens of billions of dollars, but, you know, weapons beyond our imagination. Like the volume and magnitude of weaponry The United States is in a proxy war right now against Russia. And in spite of that, was still able to negotiate for the release of Brittany Griner. I mean, I I could imagine that the tensions are so severe between the United States and Russia that there would be no freeing of Brittany Griner or of anybody else or of any Russian prisoner. And so that the countries were still able to do high-level business in spite of the fact that they are clearly arch enemies. It's a lesson for me. Like, sometimes we have to be able to look past enormous differences that we might have with a person, with an organization, with a business, with a group. Uh with a community, we, we need to do better ourselves at being able to say, even though I have 119 problems with you, we've got business to take care of. Instead, most often, we allow those 119 problems to keep us from focusing on what has to, what must get done. And, and there's a lesson here that two countries that were literally at war with one another, that are literally at war with one another, 
found a way to get something done together. That's just one of the other lessons that came to my mind. And and lastly, um, Joe Biden and the Biden administration deserve credit here. They they got this done. Uh, I read that there were multiple very high level calls between uh, the U.S. Secretary of State uh, uh, Blinken and his uh, counterpart in Russia, and you know they had not talked. I heard in almost five months. And primarily because of the war between Russia and Ukraine and the United States role in that. But the United States government did what they had to do to get this done, and they deserve credit. Um, I can name, I was going to say 10 things that the Biden administration has done that, that I approve of and that I'm excited about, but I don't have 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's not 10. There, I might have five. <laughs> like, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Uh, I'm still very much a critic of them in other ways. But we have to celebrate when something good is done. And the Biden administration got this done. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. And um, I think we can say that in many respects, the Biden administration has been better than I anticipated and maybe better than you anticipated. Are they great? Am I going to give them an A plus? No, hell no, not at all. Like even, like I said, even on this issue of weed just alone, while they remove some low level convictions, the United States government is still actively imprisoning people because of weed convictions. So no, they're not getting an A plus, not even on this issue, but it's also not an F. And it's somewhere, for me, it's somewhere in between. And we just got to give credit where credit is due. They got something done here that needed to be done, and uh, I'm nothing but glad about it. Listen, I've got to run. I love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Uh, please, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, go now to the northstar.com. You can join for as little as 8 bucks, and we need your support. We only exist because of your support. You can also go now to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you haven't already, subscribe to The Breakdown Podcast. That helps us so much. Listen to us each and every day. I try to keep it brief and just give you one main point that I'm breaking down. And uh, I'm glad that you're here. All right. Have a good week. I'll be back here tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings? Investment 101? We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Oh, man.